Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politic. Pull up a chair and join us rowdy Presbyterians. We proclaim the gospel of our Lord Jesus over every ever life. I was timing it. I was timing it. You scared me. Can I say timing? You hit it. Man, Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox, Waterboy, and Scott Maharan. Scott! Scott, thank you for joining us. You are so welcome and glad to be with you guys. Scott Maharan is the founder and director of Florida Preborn Rescue, a pro-life nonprofit organization based in St. Petersburg, Florida. Founded in 2012, Mr. Maharan has taught sidewalk counseling and practical ministry at local abortion clinics. He earned his BS degrees from the University of Idaho in history and philosophy in 1999. He's from our stomping grounds. He's Mm -hmm. from this area. Mr. Maharan has taught in classical Christian schools for 18 years. He lives in St. Petersburg, Florida with his wife, Rebecca, and his three daughters. And the one thing missing from this bio is that he was the last resident of the crack house in Here Moscow, in Moscow, Idaho. Idaho. Yeah. Right. Yeah, oh. That should be in your bio. I don't know. I don't, why, you don't put, why don't you put that on the back of your book? <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I'm not sure, but I will. the next time I will. For sure. so, so, Scott, are those kids baptized? I'm just assuming they are. Scott? Pardon me? Are, are those kids baptized? Yes. Are my kids baptized? Yeah. Um, two of them are, yeah, the ones that are, have made professions of faith. I don't know if I should have, I don't know. And I'm also open to charismatic gifts. A lot of things have changed. So you might want to edit some of this out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm not Scott. sure I'm on the right, I'm not sure I'm on the right show, but um, anyway. <laughs> how did he get here? <laughs> Scott is the author yeah, exactly. of a brand new book called <laughs> bad roots, bad fruits, a pro-life challenge to AHA abolish human mm. abortion okay um and and so scott you've been on the front lines of uh pro-life ministry you've written this book um raising concerns about um the aha the aha uh, movement just really quickly um can you just uh, on a quick bullet point list what are some of the top would you say just top three or four problems that you have seen in that uh movement sure well i think the main thing would be as a, as a Christian organization, there's a lot of doctrinal confusion. And I don't just mean like confusion about finer points about baptism or, or cessationism, but, but issues about what the church is, who the church is, what the church does. So um, the first thing would be the doctrinal confusion about whether mm-hmm. the church is, is meant to be a, you know, activist um, group for all kinds of injustice. And, and, and if they are, how that's supposed to look. The secondly, and, and part of that would be their, their hostility to local uh, conservative pro-life churches. Um, they've protested churches. They did a, a project called Church Repent, where they'll go in and meet with a pastor and, and ask them, you know, what are you doing about abortion? And the pastor will often tell them, well, we preach that it's wrong or we, we support pregnancy centers or blah, blah, blah. But it's, but it's that they may maybe stop short of of being complete abolitionists. Mm-hmm. And so then they'll end up protesting that church. And it's this real um, confusion that they have, which leads to some, some behaviors that are, that are uh, questionable. And I think the other thing would be, I'd say doctrinal confusion, hostility to the local church. And then I think the unwillingness to acknowledge um, the, 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 the victories that the pro-life movement has had in the last, you know, 20, 30 years, obviously abortion is still legal. It's not outlawed yet, but I think that, there's sort of a, a sense of um, we, they believe that they can do certain things right now, which um, are, are just not possible right now. They may be possible in five years or 10 years or whoever knows, God knows, 
But this sort of, um, if, if we don't end it now and we don't pass this bill now, then it's the church's fault. They're a lot more hostile to churches. And I get, I grant that churches are compromised. Many are. Many don't want to talk about abortion. But I think it's this general um, tone that they have about it that, that, that hurts the broader movement. Um, is, is uh, you're, you just said that some things aren't realistic now. And I, I assume you're referring to ending abortion. It's it's not realistic now. The the legislators are not there. You know, half the half half of politicians aren't even close to being wanting to move forward with that. Is is that something we should still be striving for? Trying to end abortion in our states on top of on top of do. pregnancy center work and all that stuff. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good work that that needs to be done still in educating pro life politicians and helping them understand well. You know, if you're pro-life with exceptions, you're not really pro-life. I think AHA has done some good things there, helping bring things forward um, and, and the consistency of the position. I think we should strive for that, and I think we, we ought to. And in our states, you know, some states are going to be easier to fight. It's going to be an uphill battle, but I think some states it's going to be easier than others. So, what yeah, I'm not against. I'm not. I'm not hoping the end of. I'm not hoping that abortion goes on forever by any stretch. But but anyway, go ahead. One one of the things we we've. I mean. We've been working, um, we've been doing, we've done a number of shows on abortion. We've worked with, a, I think we've talked with a number of different people on, on this topic. And what we've found, our experience has actually been um, kind of a real broad spectrum. And actually, one of the things you point out in the book is that um, it, it's a little bit hard to get your hands around exactly what is AHA. I mean, there's t-shirts and there's websites and everything, but it's a pretty broad right. movement. And in our experience, um, we um, personally, I've, we've, I've interacted with people that are on one end of, of the spectrum, like you say, threatening to picket churches and protest. But I've also interacted with people who would also identify with the movement who are just um, God-fearing, Jesus-loving um, you know, members of their local church who are just out there um, doing everything they possibly can to see abortion ended as soon as possible. So it, it seems like there's definitely a spectrum within this movement that, again, makes it uh, kind of challenging to to even uh, critique there's, I think there's some fair critique in there. And at the same time, there's other people that are just saying, um, you know, I'm going to run this bill uh, that, that tries to end abortion uh, in this state. And mm -hmm. I, I might run it for 10 years. I might run it for 15 years and it's not a failure. Right. It's not a failure. If it doesn't um, see the light of day, every time I run it, I get to run the battering Ram uh, against, against right. the, the gates of hell. <laughs> and um, that's not mm -hmm. failure. I mean, you, you preach the gospel somewhere and everybody doesn't repent on the spot. You don't say, ah, oh, failed. Right. You, you, you go, right. you go back and you keep preaching. Um, is there, um, so is there anything at all? I mean, I, I, again, I want to, I guess I'm sort of reiterating Gabe's question. Um, why, why not run all the plays? Why, why not run the bill that would outlaw abortion immediately and see if it, see where it goes right. and run the heartbeat, the bill. heartbeat bill yeah. and run the ultrasound right. bill. Why not run all of them and then just, you know, praise, sure. praise God for whatever forward momentum you get. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Actually. I think it's, I think it's the ones um, I think we should try to run them off. Florida is going to run a heartbeat bill. I mean, our, our, uh, our legislature's very conservative, at least on paper, we're going to try to run one. I don't have a problem with, with running all the plays. I think what, what I have had a problem with and with the interactions I've had, and I grant that there are some AHA people who go to local who go to their local churches and who who are solid and stable. I'm not really commenting about them. I know there's there's people like that that I know and respect, and who use the images and the graphic graphic designs. 
I don't have a problem with running every bill. I think the problem is that um, when those bills don't necessarily pass, well, then it's like everyone, the, the sense is who do we, who do we blame and who do we, who do we, uh, you know, who do we blame shift okay. in, in it? I mean, not every state's the same. And so there's sort of this, um, um, uh, how should I put it? There's this sort of um, shaming that goes on. I mean, there's some good shaming I, I think so, that needs to happen. Sure. But then yeah, sure. there's the shaming that goes on if you have bills where it's like, well, for example, the Oklahoma bill where they're saying, they're they're basically saying that it's a, 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 that abortion is murder, which I agree with. And if there's murder, there must be murder. I agree with that too. The problem is that not every situation is the same. And so if you said like just recently online, I said, you know, guys, we can't we can't treat abortion all abortions as the same at this point in our culture, because half the culture doesn't you know would not you wouldn't be able to prove malice of forethought because that's the standard for oh you're hindering the work of abolition oh you're inaugurated satan oh you've and it's like okay guys so, i mean how do you how do you work with people like that but no i'm i'm all for the plays being run and it's going to take some really bold politicians who would just will end up you know defying roe versus wade or defying the federal government or or whatever it would look like um, so I'm not, I'm not opposed to that at all. I'm more opposed to the, um, you know, the rea the political realities that we find ourselves in. Now, I, I do, um, I do know. think AHA has a fair critique on the pro-life side of things where, um, mm -hmm. you know, some churches haven't really believed in the fight and some, uh, you know, a lot of pro-life organizations are there to exist just because they're there to exist at this point. They aren't, you know, I know in Idaho, the pro-life organization here in Idaho was against the end abortion legislation two years ago that Dan Foreman proposed. And, and so right. in one, it, I, I think I agree with you on some of the temperament and some of the issues that you're pointing out with AHA. But on the other side, I think they do have a point about the pro, some of the pro-life organizations where they care more about their existence than actually maybe ending abortion. And it, it, have you, have you seen that Scott? I've, well, I've seen uh, I've seen some of that. I mean, we're here where I'm at. You know, we've got uh, I live in the, in St. Petersburg, which is Tampa Bay area. There's the two counties have about two and a half million people. There's 11 abortion clinics here. Um, so there is a pretty active, vibrant pro-life ministry complex. You know, they like to use that term. It's sure. The, you're part of the pro-life ministry complex. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, part of, which, you're the man. I get it. To a yeah. What's that? <laughs> you're the man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it's like we should focus on people who are, you know. So, again, I think, uh, yeah, I see some of it existing for their own benefit. Um, you know, they'll criticize people who fundraise. I fundraise. I've got a parachurch organization. Um, just like they do, really. I mean, so it's it's weird to see some of the some of their critiques. I do think that 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 we have to be challenged to. I think what they've done a good job of is sort of challenging those churches and those groups out of complacency and saying, mm -hmm. "Hey, we we really mm -hmm. do want this mm -hmm. to end." But I think now that the finish line, in a sense, you can almost see it um, because of the court systems and because of technology and because of whatever. And I do think I do think there are more. Um, especially Protestants, at least in Florida, that I see that are more uh, that are waking up and, and being more involved in it. Um, they're woke because of that. Yeah, they're woke <laughs> in a good way. Um, they're good woke, and so there's. I think that they're seeing now that the finish line is in play. Well, then it then it begins. Well, are we going to 
are, are we going to hold women accountable or just doctors or, or whatever? And then it then it be, then the debates kind of happen again. It's it's going to be similar. I, I'll grant this. They they make a lot of comparisons to slavery, which abortion is not really related to slavery because slavery is about power and property and race and sl- abortion is just more about sex and the god of sex and sacrificing babies or for race. Sex. Um, it's not exactly <laughs> or race. the same, but they, it's, <laughs> what's that? You forgot about Margaret Sanger, bro. <laughs> oh, Margaret Sanger. No, 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 I'm, I'm with you. Margaret Sanger, absolutely. <laughs> and that's still, that's still around. But I think what, um, the, uh, um, when, as we, as we look back on the, or as we look forward to, to these, uh, things, just like with slavery, they're going to, when slavery ended and all these things, there's going to be fights in the state legislatures about this and that and exceptions and all that stuff. Um, and so to, um, it's just, it's that whole, it's a whole idea of incrementalism versus, uh, uh, versus immediatism. And, and, and those are, those are things I talk about in the book where, you know, everyone ultimately is an immediatist, but you have to take him or you have, everyone is ideological. You just have to take pragmatic steps to get there. And so they, they throw these terms around that are, that are make, that don't make a lot of sense or they, they sort of craft them in a way to make them rhetorically palatable, but really they're, it's, it's, it's kind of like, well, everyone has an ideology. You guys aren't the only ones on ideology. Everyone has a, everyone works pragmatically for their, for their, uh, so um, as uh, ideological end. As an example, um, our, we, our, our friend Marcus Pittman recently wrote an op-ed for faith wire opposing the heartbeat bill in Ohio. So let's just use that as a, as like just right, a, yeah. a case study. What are your thoughts, Scott? I don't know if you saw his, his op-ed, but um, just you know he opposed I it. I did, yeah. What'd you think? Um, well, again, I think I would be for that bill. I would vote for it. I yep. would encourage every pro-lifer in Ohio. We have the same exact thing here to, to do it because I think ultimately the result of it, if it's if it stood the test, if it was signed by the governor, and if the courts allowed it, I think it would I think it would close clinics down. I don't know if it closed every clinic, but I think it would close a lot of clinics down. Yeah. So yeah. I would I would be in favor of it because it's moving the ball forward. Yeah. Um, and so when and and that's and and that again, maybe in the final analysis when all this is said and done, you know, post millennially speaking, as as I as, people, <laughs> as you guys will relate to, <laughs> they'll go, man, you know, the the the. Uh, the non-abolitionists were really squeamish about all these bills and it turns out they were wrong. Maybe, but I think, I think anything that moves the ball forward, I mean, the analogy I give is it, we're, we're at a baseball game. We're losing, you know, by seven runs. It's the top of the ninth through three outs. You have to get someone on base. And if a guy, you know, gets a single and gets on base, do we, are we, do we, do we cheer or are we like, well, you should have hit a grand slam. Well, no, you, there's no, you couldn't have hit a grand slam. That wasn't a possibility. Mm, right. So I think any kind of movement forward um, and, and, you know, the criticisms of, no, you're just now, you know, you're admitting that those babies need, aren't, aren't really babies. I mean, I get that in principle, but culturally, you know, when you are in a state where abortions everywhere and, and, you know, moving, moving it forward for me is, 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 uh, is the important thing. Yeah. We, getting some of these clinics to close. Go ahead. Now we, we, uh, we love our brother Marcus Pittman and uh, and really appreciate his work. But um, I read the article and I wasn't convinced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he didn't mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't convince me. And I and like you, I actually you know actually I knew there were problems with the, the heartbeat bill um, because it was called the heartbeat bill. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Because because I believe it's, it wasn't the image of God, Bill. <laughs> because I, like, yeah. because I believe I believe human life actually begins at conception. Yeah. And and so right. and so to find out that there are other problems and it was interesting I, I, I he he quoted and then later linked to a, a sonographer uh, a woman who does um, sonograms ultrasounds for a living who pointed out the difficulty of finding heartbeats at six and seven and eight weeks and so yeah. forth and all the deception that and, could happen and, in it and I, yeah. I, I I get it like yeah that's I, I I fully grant all of that and and like you say but but I mean we have legislators standing in New York cheering the dismemberment of fully formed nine month old babies. And if in one state we can at least say, all right, how about heartbeats guys? Right. How about heartbeats? And and look where we would have the abortion doctors. Look where the debate's been pushed. Exactly. It's been pushed to the beat. And exactly with the heartbeat bill too, you have to operate outside of the law. Yeah. Which would give you some, some and, something and to grab them now, by. Now the you can start time. grabbing them There's by. There's an external so, that, 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 standard so I don't have a problem. But Scott, real quick, before we leave, I really want to get to something. You said one of the first things that you had a problem with with AHA was their ecclesiology. Yeah. And that, to me, yes. is the biggest problem. And so I want you to kind of work that out for me. When you say they have a problem with their ecclesiology as far as the church, what do you mean? What's their problem and how bad is it? It's pretty bad. I mean, it's, it's, it's worse than, it's, uh, it's even worse than not baptizing babies, I think. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> well, you, you should know. Well, you're halfway there. <laughs> you tell us. <laughs> yeah, I know. So maybe, maybe, uh, no. My issue is that they, they, um, they, at least the leaders, um, and I could be wrong about this because I haven't really followed with what they've been up to, but I have some of the backstory. I know the leaders had this sense of universal versus local church, that every Christian's part of the universal church, which then would preclude their participation in a local church. Mm. And I know they were part of a local church in Oklahoma, and they actually were asked to leave because they were pushing this agenda that was so, you know, and, and, and shocking or, you know, the only way to be pro-life is our way. And they kept bringing it up. And, and they finally were like, guys, you're being divisive. You know, we are pro It wasn't like they were part of some Unitarian church. It was a really conservative Baptist church. Right. And I think the idea where they, they, they say we're part of the universal church. Every Christian is gifted. Every Christian is called to this. Every Christian must, must stand in the same exact way. And if you don't, you're compromised. You've inaugurated Satan. I mean, these are all things they've said on their, on their site. They've confused the, the local church body. They believe the local church is sort of this activist organization for injustice, which it's really not, not the local church. I mean, the local church is, is many things, but that's not the, the main idea of what, of what the local church was. And if it was, Paul wasn't, wasn't doing what AHA is doing. He uh. could have in Rome. He didn't. And mm. so um, Jesus could have, and he, he, he didn't. He didn't hold up signs. He didn't say, hey, you guys, you know, there was a different uh, mentality of what the church is, what the church's function is. So they've sort of chucked the whole idea of local church. They're, they're very into the un- idea of universal, the universal church, and every, every Christian is gifted in the same way. And it just, mm. it, it, it's really damaging to, I think, the broader movement to to then, you know, take young Christians who a lot of these guys are younger in their twenties, a lot of them have been radically saved, a lot of them have been in, 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 in into drugs, alcohol, praise the Lord, they're saved now, they're washing the blood of Jesus. Amen. But they're getting hooked up with these guys who are who are not um balanced and not theologically astute enough to say, you know, hey, you know, abortion is not the devil, you know, it's not, it's not, they have in their language, you know, the God will crush the great, the great dragon abortion. 
Well, that's not what that in from Revelation 12. That's not what that dragon is. You know? yeah, right. um, and so we have to make sure we're not equivocate, you know, equivocating words and um, and just being um, being fair to, to the text. Seems um, like if that makes sense, you could you could summarize maybe the challenges then is uh, failure to we, we have a discipline and discipleship issues. Um, so discipline right. on, on the one hand would would mean like um, we we all we need to be in submission to elders. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hebrews thirteen right. requires that that we must have elders who are godly who know our names because they're going to give account to God for us. Right. Um, if if you're not Amen. in submission to a church where an elder knows your name who will give an account to God for you, then it's it's not. It's not a biblical local church community. Mm-hmm. You have to obey those pastors, exactly. submit to them, follow the outcome of their lives. Um, and and you're supposed to make that um, their, their job easy to do that. And and that means that they can rebuke you. They can correct you. They mm-hmm. can tell you um, that you are being divisive or right. that you are in sin and you need to repent. On the flip side, of course, we got churches that are compromised. Yeah. And those churches themselves right. need to be disciplined that's too. Right. But the victory you want doesn't come right. apart from the local church. But that's the thing. That's <laughs> the thing. Jesus, yep. Jesus did not exactly. Jesus did not establish an activist group. Jesus established the, the church. church. That's right. right. And it's and this is why right. we want to be reformational, right. not revolutionary. Amen. Uh, right. we, we, uh, the God, well, God is doing right. reformation exactly. through then, the church. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I think. Part of the, uh, yeah, and I think what I'm trying to explain in the book, too, is the, the roots, some of the roots are sort of this Christianized abolitionists from the, going back to the pre-Civil War, where these guys were agitators, these guys were revolutionaries, these guys were, and you can, yeah. you know, debate the motives. and John Brown, anybody? That. They're, they're much, <laughs> yeah. they're closer to the garrison model than of, of, of activism than of the apostle Paul. Mm. Right. Yeah. And, um, that's a problem. And, you and, know. and discipleship means that we teach people right. and we bring them along. Yeah. Uh, not everybody right. gets it right away and understands it all the way. And we can be patient and work with people. And it, it's like leaven that works through the loaf. Yeah. And this is, this is the way of the kingdom. You got to, yeah, if your fight is with the church, you need to be in the church first, yeah. not under church discipline yeah. and getting kicked out of it. <laughs> and, then, and then let's let's run every play. Right. Yeah. The, the yeah. body of Christ has many parts. We all have roles to play. That's right. Bad Roots, Bad Fruits, a pro-life challenge to AHA by Scott Maheron. Get yourself an editor, Scott. <laughs> Get yourself an editor, man. <laughs> and baptize those kids. You know, I, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until Sunday, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics.